Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And it used to not be that way, right? I mean, the SEC was not the freaking behemoth that it is right. today. Yeah. I mean, always, you've always had great teams, but, you know, yeah, like the, and the Big Ten's a monster, too. So you're getting your, your best players in state. I mean, yeah, and you got Florida and you got Miami now who's paying the bags. You got, I mean, like, even Ohio State will come in and yeah. get some kids. Like, it's just one of those things, you know, you're just competing with, with well, everybody. That, that, that kid from Lausanne, they said that about Brock. They're like, this kid's a lot to go to Florida State. They're like, this is done. Goes to Ohio State. Really? Because they, they lost their quarterback for that class. Yep. So they're like, we'll just grab the next thing we can get. You know, and he's one of four quarterbacks they got on the roster. Yep. But they're going to grab that kid from Florida State every time. He yeah. might he might well end up at Florida State. You I'm never sure. know. I'll just throw it out there that ESPN and the projections for the, the Power Five uh, conferences over in the ACC and in that Atlantic, they got Florida State going 6-6 six and six and 4-4 four and four in the conference. Ooh, they ain't going to get it done. You know what they'll be saying about done. Mike if he goes 6-6. Six and six well, what, what will they be saying? That they're ready to move on. Well, and then he lose the uh, – didn't, didn't he lose the, the quarterback? quarterback? Yeah, mm-hmm. to, to Dion. Would you hire him back at Memphis? Well, there's no opening. If there were an opening? I mean, if there was an opening. Let's I'd... say there were an opening next year. Would you hire him? Yeah. I, I mean, Ryan's going to have to fail miserably to be fired, I think. So, I don't know if it's worth discussing. Would I do it? Sure, if he's interested. But, uh, again, I don't think, I don't, I don't think you're going to have an opening next year. I don't feel like Memphis is going to have a football. Yeah, if they if they go to a bowl, there's no chance. You know, yeah. I mean, I think the conversation is it starts to become it starts to get tilted a certain just, way. Right? People aren't going to want to buy what he's selling anymore. Right, right. But in terms of you're not firing him off a six and six or no. probably definitely not a seven and five. If he goes to a bowl, you're not going to fire him. You're right. It it would have to be like, but, but it'll four be hard wins. to sell, and the yeah. seat gets warmer going into the next year. Yeah, I just think that's this the more of a reality. This isn't even about Ryan. This is just like if it were open. Yeah, you I, know. I, you know, if, if Memphis ever did come open again, I would, you know, I would certainly be uh, entertain that. And I mean, how could you not? It was you know, same for Fuente. Like, what's he doing? And you the know? reason why I ask is because, like, at Mississippi State, people are like, "Would you hire Mullen back?" And I think the answer is yes. Yeah. You know? You'd I mean, hire him back in a second. Guys who have had success are, to me, at that place, are not retreads. Right. You know, I think the retreads are the guys who have success somewhere else mm-hmm. and who, you know, who, who haven't been there that don't know the climate, you know. But guys that have, have had success there previously, yeah. under worse conditions, mind you, both of those guys, hell yeah. 
if that ever happened. Um, but anyway, week zero is uh, this weekend. Wow. So uh, we, we have made it, ladies and gentlemen. We will have football every single weekend. Jason will turn 46, right? That's right. Wow. Got the birthday this weekend? Not this weekend. No, it's weird. He's talking about my birthday. I'm just yeah, thinking, of the, about this I'm just, yeah, just thinking about the season. Yeah, I was thinking about the college football season. Random. You're going to turn. This is going to be this your 46th year. 46th year on the planet. It's going to be coming. your 46th college football season, bro. That's that's a milestone. I'm excited about football. I don't even give a crap if it's like Nebraska, and I'm not a fan of Nebraska or any of these teams. But it's like just to have it. Even Friday night football. I got, Jake and I are going to go to a game this this tonight. You know, because yep. it's all these people are going to these football games. We got preseason NFL on. I like it. I'm all about it's it. Fun man. man. Give it. Uh, give it. Uh, give it to me. I will take it. All right. We will come back. Sean Salisbury is going to join us at uh, at twelve twenty five. We'll talk to him about the NFL, about quarterback play across the league, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, ninety three FM, ESPN. <laughs> Live Love Memphis Group at the real estate agency. They want to help you make money. Do you like making money on your home, Jason? Yes. And it's like it, it felt like you made, I don't know, well, I don't want to put a number on it for you, but like at least $25 million. Well, it wasn't a ton, but I wasn't supposed to make anything. So like, they took me like, out of the negative. And it was like me found in the money. It's like when you find that money in your pocket when you're doing laundry, right? That's what they do multiplied times, you know, 50, 100 at the Live Love Memphis group. They've been doing it for years. Though they be but small, they are mighty. That team closed on 17 contracts in one day earlier this week. They are the best in town. They will work for you, get you the most money for your home. Reach out to them, sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Team getting bigger, though, because uh, of the work they do. And hopefully it continues to do so. It's a powerful group. John's right, 901-625-5200. Let them work for you. Not going to hurt to give them a call and let Jennifer Carsonson tell you what she could get you for your home in this market. Again, 901-625-5200. You can email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. Again, that's sold at livelovememphis.com. It's the Live Love and Live Love DeSoto teams. Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the Real Estate Agency. All right, every day around this time, we get to the rundown. Let's go. Now, it's the rundown presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM. ESPN. First story. Big brawl uh, that everybody's talking about yesterday in Cincinnati, in the Cincinnati Bengals and Los Angeles Rams joint practice, inner squad practice, whichever you prefer, prefer. We've seen them, and this is where these little uh, melees tend to happen. It was interesting listening to Ryan Clark talk about what happened here, and uh, the, the most newsworthy thing was that Aaron Donald you know, Rams all-pro defensive tackle, best defensive player in the game as far as I'm concerned, was caught on video at this practice, uh, not just swinging a, a helmet, but having two in his hand at one point. Yep. Uh, you remember Miles Garrett. Now, that yep. happened in a game, but a lot of that's been brought up because it was probably the last time we saw uh, a guy swinging a helmet at another guy. Now, this was this was a little bit different because it's in a uh, – quite a bit different because it's in a crowd, it's in a scrum, there's a ton of guys out there, and you can't, you can't tell – whether or not Aaron's how, how, in terms of connecting, 
you know, what kind of damage he's actually doing. Right. Uh, but it was clear. I mean, you know, uh, Aaron Donald was, uh, I don't want to say out of control, but, uh, I, I, you know, emotions ran high clearly. And anytime you're swinging helmets at guys, that crosses a line. Now, uh, is it enough of a line where the NFL is going to get involved? Probably not because, uh, as everyone said, and Adam Schefter has reported, the NFL is pretty much rule on this standard rules that individual teams uh, do the disciplining in these situations of joint practices. Um, they handle the player conduct. Now the question is going to be, are the Rams really going to do anything to Aaron Donald? You know, in this case, when, again, you're swinging helmets. I bring up Ryan Clark earlier. I brought him up because of this. You know, Ryan Clark brought up it will be great to have Sean Salisbury on, who's also been, you know, at these sorts of practices, having played in the NFL at quarterback and seen this kind of thing. Ryan Clark said this kind of stuff will happen at practices quite a bit. Right. That it's not atypical to see these things blow up to a point where you'll see a player grab another one's helmet, pull it off, swing it, all that kind of stuff. So that so his point was, that, you know, we, the players have seen this. We haven't seen it, and we're reacting to it in a, in a certain kind of way. And, again, comparing it to Miles Garrett because that's – that's the closest thing we've seen to it, but his point was players see this all the time. So any idea that the NFL should come down hard here or that police should get involved in terms of pressing charges probably going a little bit too far. That said, I, I agree with Stephen A. I think there's enough here to, 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 to fine Aaron Donald. I don't think you're suspending him because, again, it doesn't look like anybody got seriously hurt, or at least we don't have those reports. But fining him and telling him that this is, this is not tolerable it seems perfectly fine to me. Yeah, well, and, look, and a if, reasonable way to go here. If Aaron Donald wanted to hurt somebody, bro, he would have done it. I mean, bro is like the strongest man on earth. Well, that's my thing is you don't need to be swinging helmets well, as big true. as you are. That's what I'm saying. That's why I deserve something. No, nah, cuz he could have like, I mean, honestly, Aaron like, he Donald can whip you with somebody, his hands. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. So for you to be swinging helmets, something's got to be done or said, and you just again, you know, are the Rams going to are are they going to be willing to do anything to their star guy? No. Are you going to No. They, I mean, he almost retired anyway, so they're not gonna mess with him. They need him, especially with the you know uncertainty around Matt Stafford's elbow. It, it's easier to go that route if no one is seriously hurt. Well, if that was like, a, and, that, and that's where we appear to be. Yeah, if, if, that's the most important thing. Again, you clock somebody, we're having a different conversation yeah, I mean, here. Like, or somebody can't play for a couple weeks, or even got a concussion, whatever it is. Yeah, if that's like uh, you know Leonard Floyd or something, yeah, he's probably getting suspended. You know, but or, what Aaron Donald need to swing helmets for? No, he doesn't. But I, you know, I mean, the, the fact that he just he took somebody's helmet to start that's scary. Oh, uh, he's no, he does not play. Who, who would you? You don't want to cross Aaron who would Donald. You, who would you? He might a, pull out a knife on you. As strong as he is, he might just stab you. As a QB, who would you rather get sacked by, Aaron Donald or Miles Garrett? Like you got to pick one. I, 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 I don't. I don't. Miles isn't as violent, like he was in that instance. Yeah. Where he swung the helmet, but in terms of his hits and all that, yeah. they're not as violent as Aaron Donald's hits. Yeah. Aaron tries to kill you. No, Aaron is a beast, man. He's a violent he will, player. He will slam you into the mantle of the earth. And again, asking these guys to again, they they're capable of great violence. That's what the NFL is. Right. So if it, yeah. things overheat, all that's what right. And we're asking them all to well keep uh, keep stay keep under control. Keep your but yeah. but that this is what they do. This is what they're paid for. They're paid to be violent. And in this case, again, you know, it boils over to a level where Aaron Donald clearly crosses the line. John's probably right. Nothing will happen here, likely, because, again, it doesn't seem like anyone was seriously hurt. I think we're probably having a different conversation if someone was. But um, Aaron Donald looks like he's ready, uh, he's ready to go get some sacks this season. How much would I have to pay you to take a, just stand in and take a hit from Aaron Donald? Well, I mean, there's a number because I, I wouldn't die. 
Well, no, he wouldn't. I think die. I, I would survive it. So there's a number for. But him. I mean, he gets to like you know I don't know what the yard like. Say you're it's the it's the <clears throat> it's the distance that a that he would naturally be from a quarterback who lined up in the shotgun. Right, he gets to explode, and he gets to you know I think that's probably like what five six yards you would guess. Yeah, I get to turn in and protect myself, or I just got to sit there and take. Well, it. I mean, you don't, you don't. He have just to. gets a wide open shot. No, I, I, mean, I can protect myself absolutely. Well, if, like a natural movement, like a quarterback would have. Yeah, I can crunch up a little bit. Yeah, just just sort of help sustain the blow. Right, that will help because again, if he's got a wide open, and we'll put, and we'll put you in pads. Head. We'll put you in pads. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that, that's fair. I mean we're not just gonna like let him just tee off on you with no pads. Would you do it for five grand? No, you would not. No. Do you think? You're, do you assume you're gonna break something? Uh, um, he probably is gonna be. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not very sturdily built, so he's probably gonna break something. But again, I can be fine with that. But not for five thousand. That doesn't even start to deal with my bills. Okay, how about twenty? No, I was thinking more in the millions. Millions? Yeah, like one. One million dollars for him to sack? take that shot at me. Yeah, and I, I mean, I might go for seven for three quarters or something, you know. But no, it's gonna have to be way more than five thousand, bro. That's not worth it. Okay. Because I'm gonna be dealing with issues and maybe permanent for. I think you know, we could maybe get breathing you, I issues think, and rib issues I think we for the rest of my life. I have a, off one sack, dude. <laughs> I got I got picked up in, at Snowden and dropped on my shoulder and it broke. And we're talking about Aaron <laughs> Donald, the best of the best. Brad, do you think his asking price is a little high? I actually don't, but this is coming from a guy who priced a 2010 Ford Taurus at twenty five thousand dollars. You so, are the you're, you know, you're the king of inflation my, my, over here. My credibility is is a piss poor at this point. I think yeah, I wouldn't do it for like twenty thousand dollars or I anything we, like that. Yeah, it's got to be a, a life out there. Cha- a yes. life changing can change my circumstance in one way or another. Type uh, payoff. J- Jason makes a great point that is not talked about enough. This is a gladiator sport in some senses, given the size and ability of some of these dudes, like Aaron Donald. He's a he's a monster. But you're going to have situations like this where bowls over and these violent guys do violent things. It's very violent, and they, you know they have those protective helmets. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They started using, and I think it's related to this conversation, those those big, it's like a dome thing they're yep. putting on their heads. Um, 
Why don't they use those in regular season? Is it optics? Of course it's optics is what I'm saying. Like, what are we talking about? I don't think sometimes they want to protect the players. (laughs) Otherwise, we'd have those domes on them during the regular season. Am I right? Yeah, it's been funny the way these NFL guys have have sort of said the same thing we have is that they're just nasty looking. But and they hey, don't, they don't like wearing them. But it does in terms of the preseason, it limits the number of in terms of hard collisions. It takes that number down because it, of these. But aren't, it's not everybody wearing them though. Isn't no, it? it's just like right. it's linemen from what I've read. No. Some, some but uh, here's guys like that. It's not everybody wearing them. Here's something that went through my head when I saw the egg dome head things. We complain, and the players complain about player safety all the time, mm-hmm. but the, if you even insinuate they have to wear that because it protects their head during a regular game, they're like, why would we wear that? Well, what are we talking about then? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, don't complain about player safety when you have these items. It's, it's like my parents. I don't care what it looks like if it works, you know? Well, you know, I think, yeah, for them, it's, just, it's a matter. It's like a, it's a, it's a, it's the junction where production uh, and, and safety threshold meet right without one compromising the other. I mean, that was like what. In 20- but this is fashion for Christ's sake. Well, is, is it fashion or is it like the 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 way that they can see their vision? You know, is that it? You know, what is it? What- Cut it. I don't think that's it. I think it's 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 vain is what it is because it doesn't look cool. Yeah, every time I put on a helmet, I feel goofy as hell. Like I, I you know I can't even imagine like trying to like do things in a helmet. You know, it seems, it seems. I just think it's it's disingenuous when players argue about player safety, and as soon as you put something on their head that saves them, many of them go, "And well, this doesn't look very cool." Well, then shut up about player safety. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I, I, you know, we need player safety. There's no question about that. We got We got to get to a point to where you have both. Uh, but you know, people hate change too. That's another thing. Regardless of whether it is, um, you know, people people just hate change. So that's the. That's, I think, an example of that. But, no, Aaron, to, to the point, though, nothing's going to happen to Aaron Nothing's going to happen to Aaron Donald. He's going to be on the field for week one against the, uh, against the Buffalo Bills. I would wager a large amount of money. Fully suspect that to be so. Next story. All right, so this is not necessarily uh, relevant to me or you. In a way, it is. But I saw this piece about Memphis in May and Music Fest uh, oh, yesterday. And, I, look, it, it feels to me like there are are existential questions about the future of of music fest the future of Memphis and May. I mean this has been a staple right one of the one of the highlights and you know, I always think about that um that 2013 Western Conference Finals run where you had that run coinciding with Memphis and May and barbecue fest and everything going on and it was like this is the best mm-hmm. this is the best Memphis can be you know I mean it was it was just amazing but uh, they lost money they lost a lot of money last year um and, um, you know, the prices of everything for them are going up. And I, I guess that's sort of the, 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 the rub here is that they lost money because they had to move from Tom Lee to fairgrounds. Uh, the fairgrounds. Yep. And, you know, prices are going up. 2023, there's no guarantee that they'll be back at Tom Lee. So I guess, I guess my question is, does, do you think it has to be at Tom Lee, like, every year, like, for it to be super successful? Well, I think that's the most ideal spot and historically what we're used to. It, it, could we get used to it being at the fairgrounds all the time? Sure, I think we could. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it it can, it can survive mm-hmm. at the fairgrounds as we get more used to it. But ideally, no, you want to be down on the on the river. It's a much more picturesque scene and just better for everyone uh, when it's down there. They lost money in 2020. They lost money um, in 2021. Um, and then 
I guess, 2022. They, there was no – they didn't end up doing it in 2021, right? They ended up punting on it as well? That seems right. The years like, run together with the yeah, COVID thing. I feel like this was the first one that they uh, that they actually have put on. But I think those are, those are the factors that are weighing them down too. Like, you know, you didn't do it for two years and then, you know, you're – you're trying to reach a specific audience too. I think that's like it requires a bit of you got to be a little nimble too. Like you're with the acts that you are, because you and me, thirty. I'm thirty one. You're forty five. We're not really going out there. You know, the 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 festival goers are the you know the kids, young folks. It's yeah. the no, it's, you're right. And well, if they, if they're not getting the thirty ones, then well, I'm I'm not. I mean, I don't. Not, not many of my yeah, friends. Forty fives, okay. That's me. I understand if they're not getting you too. Right. Well, then that that really shuts. Well, you know how little... they'll get me, Halsey. Yeah, mm-hmm. you damn right. Okay. I'm thinking like uh, we can do like I think she needs to invite me on stage, and we can do like a duet. You know, you pick the song. I, I can do "Bad at Love." I can do this one, yep, without me. I mean, this was her best work. As you're, you know. you're, you're tone deaf. You would literally ruin her performance. Why would she do that? I don't think we need Why to get, would she risk that? I don't think we need to get personal. That could go viral. Yeah, I mean. That would be good for her. I think we could get it. You know, this is a song that we can dedicate to. What is this? Alo. Is this a hit for her? This is her number one hit. number one top 40. Oh, it did not cross over. This did not cross over. I don't have it. I didn't hear it cross well, over. I don't re- think any of her material is crossing over. You'll remember that she wrote this about g Easy when they broke up. You said I'll remember a show won't. Okay, so uh, no, it's a, it, it feels like, and I, I'm and I'm the arbiter of this. Nobody knows better than me when something's <laughs> at this point. Memphis and May is at a crossroads. That's exactly right. They are at a crossroads, and look, I I, I do love Barbecue Fest now. I mean, pre kid, you know, I was there every single year. Yeah. I, I love that, and I know like it's not it's, it's not widely accessible, right, for everybody. You got to know a team. You got to yeah, know somebody exactly. down there. Who you know down there. So I think that could be better than it is, like the sort of clickishness of that. But you know, I, I hope we find a way to, you know, maintain it and keep it going. You know, I just think for there's there's going to be some flexibility. You know, so anyway, that's uh, that's the latest there at uh, at Tom Lee Park in Memphis and May. We'll come back. Sean Salisbury is going to join us when we come back. We'll talk to him about NFL and more. Don't miss it. Jason and John, ninety turn FM, ESPN. Sean Salisbury is the best in the business. He's the host of the Sean Salisbury Show in Houston. Nobody better when it comes to breaking down NFL. He joins us now. Sean, what's going on, brother? Appreciate the time. No problem. Good to be on with you guys. Thank you, as always. As always, yeah. So, uh, okay, let's start with your neck of the woods. Davis Mills got a you know a pretty long leash last night. The Texans came away with the win. I mean, all of the focus in Houston is going to be on his development. What have you seen from him, whether it's last night and going back to last season? What do you make of Davis Mills as an NFL QB? Yeah, I judge more from the full body of cumulative work than I would – a throw to an end zone that's tipped up and somebody makes the catch or an incomplete pass. I, I, I think, guys, we all, and as fans and media, the, the guys don't make progress on one game. And I, I, they don't play a lot of – even if he'd have gone 15 of 15, if that's the case, then Kenny Pickett is the best quarterback in the NFL, right, from the way he's played this preseason. So – uh, I, I, I try to do everything I can to temper great and temper, oh, that guy sucks, that you'll hear sometimes because somebody's sitting around in their living room watching on TV because the guy missed a throw. And I guess Trey Lance isn't very good either. I mean, we we got to slow our roll because everybody we judge 
we seem to want to judge it by the Mahomes or the Josh Allens of the world. And neither one of them, Mahomes wasn't real good. I mean, Mahomes what, started one game as a rookie, and Josh Allen had to hit the ground running. So expectations, I think, um, for me, I had Kirk Herbstreit on yesterday as well, is think about it, guys. I think he started 11 games last year, Davis Mills, and 11 at Stanford. He started 22 games since high school. 22. Um, I'm a fan. Now, I don't care what kind of expert, how much film you look at, how much tape you look at, or how many guys you think you've trained. I'm talking about me or anybody else. To be able to say that Davis Mills is going to be a star in the league or going to be just a guy in the league, I can't, I, I can't fathom how anybody could be able to answer that question now. So preseason, the cumulative, you don't play much. Think about it. The total, what? throws less than 25 passes. It's hard to guard you, and you're working with different bodies in different groups. So I really have zero judgment on him from preseason. Now, from last year and watching his practice, I try to see the forest through the tree and say, okay, did he make a good decision to throw the fade route in the red zone? Of course he did. Ball got tipped, interception in the end zone. Did he make a good decision to throw the ball or, you know, on a screen route on third and nine if the coverage was there? Okay. Or did he make a bad – so I'm trying – I'm not worried about the stats. I'm worried about how he got to them. And think about this now. Think about those second-year quarterbacks when we are evaluating them, just to talk quarterbacks for, uh, in, on this part of it, is if I told you Davis Mills, and you guys respond to this real quick, if, if I told you Davis Mills was a first-round pick last year with Trey Lance and Trevor Lawrence, that whole group, and he was a first-rounder, judging from the end of the season, what would you be saying right now going into the season? Uh, I, I think we'd be saying that like it's uh, he, he doesn't look demonstrably worse than the majority of those guys. Well, I can tell you this: if if people go back and watch the last six games of the season last year, with every one of them, he was the best, and it wasn't close. It was not close. Mac Jones had the best season. So my point is, if he was a first round label, and Herb Street said he'd have been the first quarterback picked in this draft this year even with Kenny Pickett. So the point is, I don't know yet, Is I guess is the long answer, but I do know in watching him, I see that he can make every throw. He may not be the best at anything, but he's smart, makes the throws, good decision maker, but he's going to be good at a lot of things. And that goes with having a good team around him. So he was better than Zach Wilson last year, first-round pick. Oh, yeah. So, or let's flip it and say, let's say Justin Fields played like Mills did the last six weeks of the season last year, or Trevor Lawrence did. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're going to be good players, but the third-round stigma, if, you, if I told you Trevor Lawrence ended the season or, or Justin Fields like Davis Mills did on this team, do you know what people would be saying? Oh, my gosh. Yep. Did you see his progress last year? Wait till he gets year two under his belt. That's how you'd be describing him, but the stigma of he's a third-round pick, we were like, well, he's not a franchise guy. We can't determine that yet. We'll get a better idea at the end of this year and as this year goes on. Davis Mills, if you flip-flop tomorrow with Ryan Tannehill, the Tennessee Titans aren't any worse. Mm. I could see and that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about today. Yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for Tannehill. Sure. My point is no, you're right. Derek Henry, he, he can do those things. They're not any worse. And I can tell you this, if you bring Ryan Tannehill or Matt Ryan to the Texans, guess where they're not going? Mm-hmm. To the playoffs this year. So there's a little perspective to understand that the stigma of a third-round pick, we don't even give the guy a chance to get better. I'm not saying you guys aren't, but I see preseason conversations. So in the preseason, I learn nothing other than they're committed to him, and Davis Mills seems to have taken on a leadership role. 
Talk to me at the end of September. We'll be able to see what kind of direction he's headed in. Uh, here's my question for you on Houston. You educate me, Sean. You're down there. You know that organization. Are they going to give Lovey a real chance? Or if, I mean, like you said, I mean, as competitive as Houston was last year, David Culley's out after one. And I realize, you know, everything you read up here, it's they didn't agree on philosophies and all that. But if Lovey does a 4-13 and 13, but is competitive, is he out of there? They're going to give him a real shot at the, at the gig and holding it down and trying to turn this thing around. I think he deserves minimum of two, and I think he's going to get it no matter okay. what the result. Now, if all of a sudden they go to hell in a handbasket and he loses, you know, control of the team sure. and the coaching staff, it, Lovey's a pretty, you know, he's been around as he's seen this movie before. Yes, sir. He, he gets it. And he was really, you know what, guys, while the teams are different, think, you know how when Dusty came into the Astros after all the, 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 the cheating, yep. they needed a guy who'd been in baseball a long time to settle this mm. thing. And not only has he settled it, hell, Dusty's got them as the best record in the American League. Who's I think he, uh, Dusty Baker's the Andy Reid of Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, just waiting on that championship. And Andy got his. And I know they're pulling for Dusty to get his. I love yeah. him. Lovey Smith has been a very he's a calming effect. He doesn't get too hard to look. And there's there's an enthusiasm about him in the building. I wish they'd have gone into the hiring better. I wish they'd have hired him sooner instead of like make it feel like well he's our fourth choice, mm-hmm. you know Brian Flores. But I, they could have done that better. But the calming effect. So right now he's perfect for this team. I, they'd be absurd to get rid of him after the end of these years. They're starting to put, you know, Petrie's going to be a good player from Baylor. You watched Pierce. Let me tell you something. Pierce on tape, guys, and watching him all preseason long, not just that game. He's going to be a. He's going to be. He's going to start for them for the Texans. So they got a running back. They're building it. So for me, Lovey, you're going to get two. Okay. And if they win and show progress, I, I don't know why. I don't care that he's in his late sixties or whatever it is. If you can coach and teach, you can coach and teach. So. I, I would hope so. And with David Culley, and I, David Culley is a hell of a human being and a really good assistant. On game days, yeah, philosophy different, no doubt. He, David Culley was not a good game day coach. Okay. He was not. He was not good at all on game day. People love him and a really good man, and you want him on your staff. But when it came down to decisions and fourth and one and when to do it, he, he was not a good game day coach. Now, he was a rookie at it. But they just felt that they had to make a move, and that's okay. And David's a good man. But Lovey Smith's better prepared for this. Hopefully the team will reward him, and they'll play good defense, and that Pep Hamilton will cut this thing loose as a coordinator. So on the other side, another guy that was drafted in that class, Trey Lance, we haven't seen a bunch of him either. Uh, this is his opportunity. What have you seen from him, good, bad, and different, uh, in the limited sample size? Uh, extremely gifted. But my concern is... I, I, I got to see the accuracy continue to elevate over the you know last year, and it has nothing to just do from this preseason. I'll, for me, like I said, any time I evaluate somebody who's been a, a rookie and going into their second year, guys, I can give you Troy Aikman, what one in ten, one in eleven. John Elway struggled with some accuracy early. Uh, Manning threw twenty-eight picks. I'm not saying Trey Lance, but that's how we judge first rounders by other first rounders, right? And infancy, guys. And you talk about we talked about Mills. Well, hell, one game the last year he was in, in college, started two last year. What's it been, three years? The guy started three games, one of them in college, in Lance. And you got everything you look at physically. The accuracy is going to have to the consistency and sustaining consistency. I guess my concern with him is don't be a hero. Make me simple stuff. Get, get, get the easy stuff. I think we spend so much time on what to be off schedule and sidearm and watching how Mahomes does it naturally. And some of these like, wow, that we forget that as a young player, if you'll make me the single, this is a simple play, hit the throws you're supposed to hit 
the curl, the flat, the swing, the bubble screen, the, the, the dig route, the, the bang post, and then the other stuff will come because you're not going to hit the huge playoff schedule nine out of ten times, but you got to hit the other ones nine out of ten times when they're open. And that's what made Drew Brees so good. He didn't miss the stuff that was open ever. And that's where you got to get to. So with Lance, phenomenal ability. But now how's he going to go? Now, listen, you think of Lance and Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Of all these second-year quarterbacks, Trey Lance is sitting on a gold mine. Yes. He got a, he's got a hell of a receiving crew. You know they can run it. Trent Williams in that offensive line blocks it. Defensively, think about it. They got Bosa, who's his top five at his position. Fred Wolf may be the best linebacker in football, but for sure top three at his position. Trent Williams, the best at his position. Debo Samuel, the best Swiss Army knife at his position. The best all-around tight end with blocking and receiving is together. George Kittle's at the top of that list. He's got a stud everywhere. So for him, and they got a great play caller, you don't have to be a hero, man. You know, you know, and I've been saying this for a year. He does not have to be. They're t- it's a little bit of a risk. The Jimmy situation, like, when should we make the jump? But when you give all those assets away, at some point in time, you've got you, you to commit to it and see where you go with it. So, yeah, it's a little bit concerning, I'd say. But I, I don't think that anybody, I mean, just potential and raw ability, he's like he's a phenomenal talent. But the, the, the sustaining it on that team and being convinced, number one, is that he doesn't have to make every play. He does not. Some are going to have to. Hell, Justin Fields is going to have to make every friggin' play yes. times 10 this year because that football team's just not good. Yep. But other than that, and he's going to have to calm it down. So, and you can get the bad habits that way. Trey Lance is in a goldmine situation with that roster, and I think you're going to see some progress. The question is, I, think, I don't think they're going to win as much early as they did with Jimmy right now. But I think overall, if Trey Lance reaches what we think, you're going to get a guy who can do things that Jimmy couldn't. Sean, having played the game and, and, and been in these training camps, how, how often did you see something like we saw with, with Aaron Donald and the, the swinging of helmets? I know skirmishes happen all the time. but Ryan, yep. and, and I ask you this because Ryan Clark said, well, if you played the game, you've seen this, right, behind the yep. scenes and in practices. Just, just, it, it, so his point was this isn't atypical here. Uh, we, we see this all the time as, as players. Um, where are you at on it, and did you see this kind of activity all the time where it would get to a point where you're swinging helmets? Let me tell you something. I, I, when he says we've all seen it, don't, if you played, I, I love Ryan. I think he's damn good on TV, mm-hmm. but it, we can disagree. I love, excuse me, Aaron Donald, but he's not above criticism either. Right. Now, I don't go to the point of, you know, assault and let's lawsuit somebody. You know, nobody, I know nobody got hurt with that. It's a bad optic and a horrible look and dangerous as hell. But I'm not the frivolous, well, you know, let's go. So the, the other team should sue them. You know, let's, let's slow down. Right. But saying that, Ryan's wrong about one thing. It doesn't happen on every team. Now, fights do. I've seen some uh, two super, I mean, big-time studs that you'd know their names. Started getting a fight. It went on for a while. Take an hour off in the locker room. I'm talking about inside the locker room. Wow. During practice week. And then start it back up an hour later. I, and it's, it, was, it was like, oh, hell. And you're like, damn, those guys. But nobody got hurt. Everything was fine. Egos get hurt a little bit, right? Somebody, but I see fights all the time on the practice. Now, I've seen a guy grab a guy's face mask. Yes. I played Kenya. seen a guy grab a guy's face mask. Or a guy rip a guy's helmet off and then throw it down. I've never been a part of a team in high school, you know, playing at USC and 10 years in a professional football where I've seen a guy take a helmet off 
and start or two and start beating people or trying to hit people with it, especially somebody as strong as him, right? That is so. I mean, he could hurt you with his, his bare hands. And so, while I'm not the oh, it's soft. I'm also not the just poo pooed away that if you've played, we see this. We see fights all the time. We see disagreements or skirmishes or a left tackle and a pass rusher fight and go down and you know hit each other and try not to hit each other in the helmet. The truth is, most of these end and nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. But the thought of it. So no, Aaron Donald's not above criticism. I don't know what a suspension or a fine looks like, but if you're going to tell me what Miles Garrett did was heinous for six games. You can't tell me playing against another team that we saw Aaron Donald do. And a lot of times we'll let this all. Oh, that's Aaron Donald. It's a fight. It's intensity. I don't mind fights. On the matter of fact, I kind of like it when a couple guys get after it. It shows me they want to play. But there is a line you don't cross. And I, and I think he did. I, I, I do. And I love Aaron Donald. But Ryan's wrong. That, 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 those of us who played didn't see in 15 years okay. of playing that it, that, that swinging a helmet trying to, do, trying to hurt somebody. So, Aaron Donald needs to be, whether it's fined or punished in some way, shape, or form. I don't care that he's a star or not. Yep. I don't care if he's a backup. So, yeah, I, I, I disagree with that. We see a lot of fights, and I'm, I'm not soft to it, but I'm also, There's if you're telling me in the NFL we've got to cut back on all these injuries, you can't let a guy swing a helmet and try to hurt somebody. You just can't. Yeah. I'm talking to Sean Salisbury, host of the Sean Salisbury Show there in Houston, Sports Talk 790. Must listen on uh, there in Houston, obviously, on NFL. Um Sean, how would you compare your opinion of Aaron Rodgers today to what your opinion of Aaron Rodgers was five years ago? Uh, great player then, better player now. Um, as pure a thrower, not named Dan Marino, as you'll ever see in the league, as quick as release as there is. Would love to see his team and him elevate in the postseason. Yet what's ironic is the team that he did win a Super Bowl with was I think nine and seven. It had like ten or eleven guys on injured reserve the year he went on the road as a wild card team and won it. Um, my opinion of Aaron Rodgers, he's he's a little more. I mean, we see him in public more, you know, on Pat McAfee's show. He, just like Brady, there's a little more troll to it and the rest of it. I've got no issue. I don't have one issue with Aaron. Now people will say, well, he's not a great leader. I don't know how people come up with that. Thirteen wins three years in a row. I, I, I want you to think post Brett Favre. And no Aaron Rodgers. That's why I look at where would you be? Mm-hmm. And so do I think that he deserves some criticism for postseason losses? You bet. Do I think he's a phenomenal football player? When I look at his touchdown interception ratio as the best, if not the best close all time, Aaron Rodgers is a, not just a good football player. Aaron Rodgers is a great football player, but what's going to follow him around unless it gets fixed soon is the postseason one Super Bowl, you're like, this guy's too good. Mm-hmm. Well, the competition ain't any easier, but he's also lost to some good quarterbacks too. So while I do believe that falls on quarterback at times, it's not just a quarterback stat, although we try to make it one. But uh, my, my thoughts on Aaron Rodgers are that the Green Bay Packers franchise is fortunate to have a guy that good that he elevates the play. There's very few guys that can carry a team for six, eight, ten weeks on their back. He can, but I do think losing Devonta Adams, I think they're going to take a step back this year. I don't see them getting 13 wins, but my opinion on the vaccination and, and the things he says to letting receivers know, you got to pick up your tempo. He ain't, they're, they're, get in line if you want to talk to quarterbacks who dress down players. I don't like dirty laundry here, but sometimes there's a message within the message, and they will respond. He is, guys, he is a very bright, he knows exactly what he's doing, everything he does. So, 
Some may disagree, but if you're asking me if, if he's still one of the three best players at his position and in this league, yeah, he is. And, and how concerned are you, Sean, about all these O-line questions that clearly Tampa Bay, one of the favorites in the NFC, a lot of folks got him going to the Super Bowl and winning. How, how much of a concern is that for you, knowing what we do about Tom Brady and, and how much he doesn't like that pressure right up the middle? Those O-line concerns for Tampa Bay, how concerning are they for you? My only one. I know the Gronkowski thing, but Brady will find a way to get Cameron. You know how that goes, guys. Yes. He he get he makes players better. But one thing you can't control. Remember the year we saw him in New England get knocked around a little bit, but with some amateur hour wide receivers. Yep, they weren't very good. That he had to babysit. You saw him. He came unglued a few times, which is not like him, right? His competitive nature, but trying to babysit him like in week nine or ten was tough on him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Marpet gone, and the injury to Ryan Jensen. I mean. It's a major concern because if they have that sewn up, uh, Godwin will come back fine and Mike Evans, Hampson, they, they will score. And they're still a threat because the AFC, in my mind, is a far deeper division or conference right yes. now all the way through than the NFC. I still expect them to be there. But, yeah, am I concerned? Of all the, of the ten concerns I have about teams in the league, if I'm pointing to them, it's that. Are they going to be able to get a guy to set his feet? Because he ain't going to beat you on the edge. Yep. He ain't going to be able to buy time like Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. Exactly. So, and he'll throw on time. But the question is, can they win? And can that offensive line gut it out and still run the football and do it all? You just don't replace great players up front. That continuity is so important. Yeah, I'm concerned. And if you're other teams, you're like, ooh, they may have come back to the pack because I have them still get into the NFC championship game. I got to find out how that line's going to play in, in my mind over the next couple of weeks, but I got them still getting to the NFC championship game. I still think they're one of the teams to beat. The question is, can you get over the hump and protect? If you protect the quarterback, I will not be shocked if they're playing in Arizona in February. And then uh, you, you mentioned him, Sean, Lamar Jackson, still no deal. Um, is it, does it, can you fathom him going into the season without that done? I mean, I, I yeah, I guess I didn't mean to interrupt you. I guess I can fathom it. I think the Baltimore Ravens are, are and they're a very smart, well-drafting, organized organization. I think they'd be stupid. I do. He's, he's performed better than Kyler Murray. He deserves more. That's right. he, 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 the truth is, over the course of time, he's, he's been as good as Watson has. It just looks different, right? Because one may run a little more. I mean, I don't care, you know, people, I don't know why we keep putting, well, he's not a good passer, yet you look at the numbers and say, well, show me where he's not a good passer. I don't understand the narrative uh, on him. Now, can he throw it pure as Mahomes or Brady? No, but there's a lot of ways to win in this league, and Lamar's competitive. I think the guy has gotten better. I know he was beat up last year. I, I, listen, if it was me, the contract, he would not step onto the field in September without him having a contract. He's not the best quarterback in the league. He's not even a top five. But as far as playmakers and overall what he does, he, he, he's in a team picture in the top ten. We know who those five guys kind of are, right? Mm-hmm. Lamar's not far out of that group. And I'm going to tell you what, as, as good as their backup's playing, and he's a solid player, it's not Lamar Jackson. So if he's healthy for 17 games, they are a different cat to deal with in the game plan against I would pay him more than Kyler Murray. I, I would, because he's performed better and sustained it longer than Kyler. Kyler's going to be a good player. Lamar Jackson had not just the potential, the performance has been better. If you don't give him over Kyler Murray money, then if I was Lamar Jackson, I'd, I'd call your bluff as well. And I would show up, and I'd compete, and I'd kick ass. 
but I wouldn't give you one ounce of hometown discount if this isn't done by September. <laughs> Absolutely. Sean, man, you're the best, you're the best dude. Appreciate it as Thank always. You. Appreciate it, fellas. Have a great weekend. You Good. too. Yeah, Sean Salisbury joins us uh, here on the show throughout the NFL season. Always love having him on. I- I'm with. I-, I, you know, look. I know he wants it fully guaranteed. Yeah, it's a Deshaun two thirty. That's that's and that's made it hard for everybody. Baltimore doesn't want to go over that on guaranteed money, but because of course you put him over the forty six point one right. that that Kyler's making, and he's going to be beneath the fifty million that Aaron Rodgers, four time MVP, mm-hmm. gets. So. That that that's not the hard part. It's, it's the it's, They don't want to give the over two hundred thirty million in guarantee. But don't you which have is what to do Lamar it? wants? Don't you have Deshaun to? Deshaun do doesn't have an MVP. He does. Doesn't so. Lamar deserve it? I, I I think he does. I mean, based on how that thing is built around him, they don't go. That 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 engine that car doesn't move without that engine. I mean, what other former MVP so. would not get it? You know, like who would who would would not get like what they want at quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe if Matt Ryan went in there with some crazy demand. But this is not Matt Ryan. This is like 25-year-old in his prime, Lamar Jackson. This one's know? easy. You should give him everything he wants. You should give him the guaranteed money and the – Because what are you going to do? Know. What are you going to do? What's the alternative? Right. You're not paying. You, you let well, him hit the Then you're on a road where you don't know if you're ever going to get the guy or not. Yeah. You know you have Somebody's the guy gonna right now. Somebody's going to give that dude all of it. Mm-hmm. You know? The New York Jets, the New York Giants. I mean, pick a team. There are a lot of teams out there that – you know, the Raiders. The Raiders would fully guarantee him. You know, if you know any team like that would do that, mm-hmm. I, I just think that they're 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 making a mistake here. I think they're making a mistake. Something tells me they're going to get it done. I hope before so. the season starts. I hope so. In these next couple of weeks. All right, so we'll come back. Anthony Sain's going to join us at one twenty-five. We'll talk to him uh, about everything going on Memphis basketball, Alo, and more. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety-two FM, ESPN. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.